0: Gwen, Eve, I need a song tonight. It was the sort of request my grandfather would make if you happened to be sitting in his living room on a Sunday afternoon, and if you happened to be dating his older sons, Dave and Jerry. I put dating in quotes because the teenage girl who would become my mom, Gwen Caruso, wasn't permitted to date. Not even a nice Christian boy like Davy Wilkerson. Her strict Italian father wouldn't allow it but she was allowed to take part in the youth group at Turtle Creek Assembly of God, and she was permitted to be driven home afterward by the pastor's son, Davey. He was given driving privileges with the family car because he contributed to the household income as a clerk at Harkins Market. The other teenage girl sitting in my grandfather's living room, Eve Wood, became my aunt. She was dating my Uncle Jerry, who also worked at Harkins Market. Sunday was a big day for all four teenagers because they got to double date after the evening service. Before that could happen, though, there was a matter of putting together a song for Brother Kenneth Wilkerson. This wasn't just a request. It came from the pastor, a figure of no small authority in Assemblies of God circles. I picture my mom gulping a little, maybe limbering her fingers for the piano. Aunt Eve might have cleared her throat nervously to pipe out a song to my mother's accompaniment. Despite any butterflies, both young women knew it was a chance to show their stuff. Dad and Jerry probably chuckled at the sight after their father had left the room. Secretly, my dad would have been pleased that his girl was suited to church life. At 16, he was already filling pulpits in the area, preaching to small congregations whose pastors were absent. Those jobs added to his income, but he did it because he loved it. All his growing up years, he had dreamed of preaching God's word. Now he eagerly followed his father's advice on developing sermons, which was to write an outline and practice it. For my dad, this meant full-sentence outlines. He wrote out his sermons and read them word for word, a practice he never veered from through six and a half decades of preaching. His evangelistic crusades were known for ushering in the palpable presence of God, but no one noticed that the convicting sermons he delivered were basically read from his script. Even as a teenager, my dad branched out from the confines of pulpit ministry. On his own, he had learned ventriloquism. That may sound funny and maybe even a little weird today, but in the 50s, ventriloquists were a staple of TV variety shows. Of course, my dad channeled his new skill into ministry. Child evangelism was a common field within the Assemblies of God for young ministers to pursue, and that's how dad used his dummy, Red. His parents kept the reservations to themselves, but on the sly, my grandmother was heard to mutter, which one's the dummy? It was this industrious Davy Wilkerson that my mother was taken with the first time she saw him. She was gazing out the window of her grandparents' house when the new pastor, brother Kenneth Wilkerson, brought his family to Sunday lunch. Mom described her impression as she watched my dad amble up the walk amid his siblings. Too skinny. His sandy hair was too unruly, there was nothing about his physical appearance that I found especially attractive, except for his startling blue eyes. Nevertheless, after seeing him from Grandma's window, I never really looked at another boy. It didn't hurt that David Wilkerson was the youth group leader at Turtle Creek Assembly. My mother had grown up in a somewhat volatile home. Her dad didn't go to church, so her kindly, submissive Welsh mother took her to services. I think my mother might have idealized my dad's family. She was impressed, for instance, that both of my dad's parents were ministers. But my mom's own father was never keen on my dad. The man who became my grandpa, Caroso, was a foreman at the local Westinghouse factory, and he didn't think any minister, no matter how hardworking, could ever be a good provider. Truthfully, I think he was just down on my dad. This guy never has time for you, he would tell my mom. Meanwhile, to my dad, my mother must have been a godsend. None of the girls he had crushes on in high school would have been interested in the kind of life he dreamed of. Then along came Gwen Caruso, beautiful and shy, with lively humor, and she loved God. None of the teenagers in the church youth group ever dared to pair off, but everyone knew who were couples, and Davy and Gwen were the most obvious. Traditionally, the Sunday evening service at any Assembly of God church was evangelistic. It was the service you brought friends to if you wanted them to hear the gospel. But for my dad and Jerry, Sunday evenings meant one thing.